Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Comic Book Club. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And <laughs> we are coming to you live from the internet. We got no booth man this week. We got nothing else. All no. we got is each other. And we got to hold on to what we got, guys. Exactly, because we got a lot. Um, question <laughs> right off the jump. What does Pete put in his beard? Uh, great answer on the table from Aaron. Cookie crumbs. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, no, this is from uh, Jay Citizen, actually. Oh, Aaron said cookie crumbs. I see what's going yeah. on. Uh, so what we're doing right now is, of course, like everybody else, we are uh, trapped at home. So if you're listening to the podcast, just so you know what's happening visually, we are currently streaming to a platform called Crowdcast. We are simulcasting to YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, hello. We're on a little bit of a delay there, but we're definitely going to be checking hello. into all of you guys and seeing what's going on. Um, but if you are here on Crowdcast in particular, go and click on Ask a Question. We're going to answer a bunch of questions in the show, we're going to be reviewing a bunch of comics. We're also later on going to be giving away a $25 gift card to Midtown Comics that Woo-hoo. we bought ourselves to support Midtown Comics in this time of need. Uh, but let's kick it off. Uh, the, the, Justin, this is a topic you threw by us, and I thought this was a fun one to start off with. Um, superhero that you designed in your youth. Was there a superhero yeah. you designed in your youth, Justin? I feel like there was one from you. Because you suggested well, I was just I just wanted to say, like, you know, as a comic, <laughs> yeah. would you say? No, I thought it was funny that he just said, you know, because you suggested that you would have one. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, guy who was, was a... late again thought it was pretty funny. Is that what's going on, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Back Team Pete. the fuck up, Zalbs. All right. <laughs> wow. It's a little well, strong, I mean... a little early. I'm trying to do a lighthearted topic to kick the show off. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> use your child language, Pete, which is probably the same. Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like comic fans, uh, especially as kids, are always like designing their own heroes. And I had streams of paper with all sorts of them. Um, and uh, one of which was Diamondo, who is a, a diamond man. He was diamond all the way through. And he happened That's to have. That's why you a, like oh. White Queen so much. That's right. Um, he was like, uh, he happened to have like a f- diamond fin, sort of in the style of Savage Dragon, which was totally. Ooh. Unrelated design wise, not yeah, not yeah. directly drawn from sure. Him. Very eighties, bro. And is obviously his um, his supervillain was the Diamond Cutter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's what else? Not stop a joke. Him, honestly, he had a laser that was the only thing that could cut through diamond. Oh, amazing, Pete. Did you have one? Did you have a yes. superhero that you made? Yeah, I also like Justin. I would spend uh, my days uh, uh, creating characters, uh, drawing comics, drawing comic strips. Uh, my character was called Pee Wee, and he was a little short guy uh, that had a propeller hat so he could fly, <laughs> and uh, he would fly around and punch bad guys in the face. Uh, oh, that nice. is so sweet. 
That is <laughs> darling <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, and now, is this someone that you were or someone that you aspired to be? How close is this well, to the actual Pete? <laughs> it was pretty close. Good. Um, I would uh, share my frustrations as a little short person. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, get my revenge in my comic strips. Uh, now, let now, me quick, also ask oh, Pete, Pete, you're not super short. You're reg. You're like, I mean, yeah, you're, you're I'm taller than you. I'm taller than you, obviously. Yeah, but. but I was really short for a long time and then kind of hit a late growth spurt. You hit your uh, growth spurt in, the th- in your 30s? Yeah, yeah. And I hoped that I would keep growing, but uh, so far I'm staying the same. But, uh Oh, you man, know, I'm Pete. still taking my vitamins, still stretching, you know, hoping to get a couple more inches. Well, this is your mean? time. If you're stuck inside, you just, you know, stretch yourself real good and see what happens, Pete. Oh, thanks. Hey, <laughs> believe uh, it yourself. So, how about Pete you? grew six inches in the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only one that I can think of, uh, there, was, there, used to be, there was this character called Super Buggy that I used to draw. Uh, and I used Super to draw Buggy? Him. Super Buggy, yeah. He was just two large eyes, big old nose. Uh, and then uh, he had two tiny little legs and two tiny little arms, and he had wings coming off of him. He was wow. very cute. That's similar to my design, where it was like two big eyes, uh, and then a, a big smile, and then just fists and feet. Oh, interesting. And the propeller hat. Uh, Mine was a guy who, who was a diamond. He wore shorts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to be honest, I don't know why. Were they the shorts? Three, yeah, I don't know why the three oh, of us haven't yeah. made it. In comic books, to be honest. Yeah, I know. That could easily... I'm ready to (laughs) make the leap. Come on, comics are are going strong right now. Cross your fingers. Let's (laughs) see if we can get these three characters. too soon for these jokes. Yeah, well, I mean, this is something that I'm sure we'll talk about later in the uh, program, in the audiovisual program, because a lot of things going out of the world of comics. Um, I do want to mention Sean R. here in the comics says, I don't think lasers can cut diamonds. I think only diamonds can cut diamonds. (laughs) Fuck you, little Justin. (laughs) <laughs> oh. <laughs> Little Justin is my current nickname. I know. I uh, I was, yeah, a I was child. referring to the current Justin. <laughs> yeah, I, current right. Justin. But um, yeah, no, I uh, more of a refracting uh, diamonds. I don't know how much hard science I was reading back then. Um, but uh, I'm going to check. I'm going to redo this character. And another comment. But we need to see the drawings, and I think that can be a challenge for us. Maybe in the week we have nothing to do. Um, yeah, real we, easy to draw my uh, comic. <laughs> definitely could do that. Yeah, you guys just both lead, both described yours. Um, how to draw? I'll get yeah, I'll exactly. get the And note. honestly, Justin, you and I having kids and homeschooling them, lots of time, lots of boredom going on. <laughs> Nothing really happening right now. So. Yeah, how's that going? By the way, oh, oh it's God. a vacation. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> just to spend time In that with you my could children drown. who I love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you mainly teach them about comics, since that's where your expertise lies, or? We were actually uh, talking about this while you were still asleep and we were waiting for you to get here, Pete. Uh, <laughs> the, the humble brag thing that I have is my kids, so they're doing Google Classroom. And <laughs> oh, you're making a jerk off. Justin right? already shaking his head. <laughs> I, I, was, I was pointing uh, at you. They're doing Google Classroom. Uh, they're doing, uh, and it's supposed to be a full school day, but they learn at their own pace. So after two hours, they're like, well, all done. And they finished all the learning, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, we got the entire day to go. What are we going to do? So, yeah, we've been... uh, Wait, was that a humble brag about how smart your kids are? Yes, that's what I said. I framed it as a humble brag. Oh, that's fucking bullshit. (laughs) Uh, My kids... Justin, what about you? What about your dumb kids? My my kids just keep eating the banana peels and throwing the banana away. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's all they know how That's to how do. That's how I did it. Oh, my God. Uh, this is, uh, by the way, just to read a comment from YouTube over here, Aris910 says, lots of home workouts and trying out knee recipes in the kitchen. Oh, I assume that's new recipes, not uh, they're cooking up their mm. knees. They've got crazy Some pig knees. I love a mm. pig knee. Uh, should we get into this? Should we move on to our next section, friends? Should we go into the stack? Yeah. Now, I don't want to Who's point any. F- <laughs> I don't want to point any fingers at who came up with ninety-five percent of the stack, but it was Pete. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. thank you, Pete. First of all, for yeah. doing that. Second of all, first of all, we're going to talk about X Force number nine from Marvel Comics, written by Benjamin Percy and art by Joshua Casara. This, of course, is Marvel's. Oh, right, the pile. Eduardo Martinez points out. We did give up. It's the called a pile, but we like to call it the stack. Because, yeah, we like uh, to call it the stack. Yeah, exactly. The pile is just like, ugh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like to call it the mess. Now, actually, is sort of the thing that I, I love calling it. Uh, yeah. So it's don't, just a little don't over the place. Comics, man. This don't is a Pete pile. Me, yeah, uh, Pete X Force number nine. What did you like about this one? Sharp, stabby. Uh, so the, here's the thing. I'm sick of island life, man. I am sick of this shit with the fucking, uh, everybody's wasted, having sex in the lagoon. Wait, this is like a party X-Men. Fucking... Why, why do you, why would you hate that? They're having fun. No, it's just dumb. They're playing. Uh, first off, Dokken doesn't get to hang out and have fun with fucking Wolverine. All right. You fucking piece of shit. You, I thought you loved this. You this should go in the pit for what off. you did for the Punisher. You fucking This fuck. issue starts off with Wolverine stabbing Dokken straight through the face. You should yeah. love that. That part was cool. Okay. Touche. Uh, <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. But I just, uh, you know, I, I, I. I, there's just so much wrong in the world. It really bothers me when superheroes are fucking relaxed and having fun. And that's what's part of upset to me that the superheroes have just, the X-Men world is just checked out and they're on vacation Island and we're supposed to fucking deal with all this shit by ourselves. They're like, Hey, we'll mail you drugs. Uh, good luck with everything. <laughs> uh, what did you think about this one, Justin? I mean, I, I like these, uh, X-Force has a strong point of view, strong take. And it, so you always know what you're going to get a little bit. It's like, oh, we have this fucked up mission. Uh, we got to go to the plant island or the plant people um, and leave the party behind. And I like that they're really leaning into both the, like, these these are the X-Men that go do the fucked up missions. But they also yeah. party hard. Well, if you're going to play hard, you got to party hard. But That's what I'm it's do... like a beer commercial. Why do you? How do you not like this comic, Pete? It's a it's a, re- a readable beer commercial. Yeah, it's yeah. Pete. What's your favorite beer? Uh, all of them. Uh, I think that like <laughs> all of what's... them. Yeah, all of them. Uh, what I, what There's I... literally not a single beer that you don't like. Oh yeah, I mean, unless it's non-alcoholic beer. Oh, so okay. if it's wow. got the alcohol in there, I like it. Oh, gotcha. So, so which X-Men, is, sorry, so, no, 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 this is your point, is uh, which X-Men title is the O'Duels of comic books? <laughs> mm. uh, the main title. But oh, I think that... That's way what, right. What I like that about this That is the Southern issue, Tier, my friend. Oh, Yeah, whatever. that's a very rich um, IPA. Yeah, it's Beast Ice is what it is. So I think that what's nice about this issue is we're seeing the cracks in Vacation Island. Like, uh, Domino is not herself. Uh, as Wolverine pointed out, you're like a whole different person. Um, so 
there is evilness in this island and they're basically taking memories from people and like submerging a clone and being like, yeah, it's the new Domino and she can't remember everything. And that would freak me the fuck out if I couldn't remember shit for my life. You're like a conspiracy theorist. Why can't you just enjoy this comic? You're like, <laughs> oh, there's there are cracks in the machine, man. Domino's memories are wrong. She drank the wrong uh, Krakoan fruit liqueur. Well, but I think that's the point, right? Like, the point is that everything is not right there. This is something that we've been talking about with the X-Men for a while, and it's not everybody is 100% on board with this new status quo, and I think that's ultimately what makes it actually very interesting. That's something that I like. Yeah, and Beast is getting to the bottom of it, which I'm very happy about. He's finally kind of, uh, you know, uncovering some fucked up shit. Yeah, and uh, Beast is Milwaukee's best, right? Yeah, yes. well, yeah, when we're talking about the beer, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, very cool. Let's move on to another one. Grendel Devil's Odyssey number four from Dark Horse Monics, uh, created, written, and drawn by Matt Wagner. What What is going on here, Pete? What's going on with this comic book? <laughs> well, you... Grendel uh, is a kind of like a devilish uh, person, and he sure. runs around murdering people. Um, and so we have this kind of space odyssey is the latest take. A lot of the older stuff was more like Hitman kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which I very much yeah. enjoyed. This is my first issue of checking this out. And this is just a fun, you know, one person's hospitality is another person's spit in the face. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you go over to somebody's house and like take off your shoes and it's like, well, I wish I would have known that. I would have worn socks without holes in them. You know, give me a fucking heads up here. <laughs> yep. You know, so it's like it's one of those things <laughs> where, uh, you know, somebody thinks they're being nice to you, but they're fucking freezing your nuts and you're stuck frozen and put on display. So it's like oh. I-, I like the idea of it. Uh, you know, nice wallers people can seem nice to some, but, you know, can be suffocating to others. So if we were to distill that into a pull quote for the, um, I say trade paperback for this, it'd be like, you free, you didn't tell me about the socks, you're freezing my nuts. Yeah. Pete LePage. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Journalist. Uh, the art here is great. I love Matt Wagner's art. Uh, it's yeah, always it's very, fantastic. very good. I didn't... Now, Matt, Wagner, Matt Wagner's been doing Grendel for decades. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like doing a great job on it. Well, that's what I like when a, a creator really commits and um, is able to tell new stories within this world that um, that he's spent so long uh, living in. Um, the art is always very good. This is sort of pretty far away from the normal Grendel stuff, uh, but it right. still has that same flavor, the same like, uh, I got to go do this fucked up thing, <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is, I think, basically the thesis of all comics. Yeah, uh, and I have to do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, always good. Yeah, otherwise, why are we seeing it? Right. Uh, Bitterroot number seven from Image Comics, created by David F. Walker, Chuck Brown, and Sanford Green. Yeah, Sanford Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in this book, uh, I, I haven't been keeping up with it. I know I read the first issue or the first two issues, uh, but it seems like they're fighting mystical creatures throughout African-American history. Is that essentially what it is? And it's tying into things like uh, the Tulsa massacre. It's tying into slavery. It's tying into other things. Um and throughout what we're getting here is one of those mystical creatures who has maybe isn't so bad is what they're finding out. Is that right, Pete, yeah. who, person who has been reading this consistently? 
Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a nice kind of like homage to Black History with some uh, action figures and or, well, act you know, <laughs> not action figures, but uh, no, you know, stick with the action figures. You're right. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, some cool characters, and yeah, they're trying to right some wrongs and figure shit out. Uh, I just love how creative this is. Uh, with with also uh, giving a shout out to uh, you know some history and some fucked up shit that's happened. So. I think it's great. The art's unbelievable. It's some fun storytelling. Uh, we're kind of right. It's a. I wouldn't say pick up this issue if you haven't read anything else, but uh, it, it's definitely worth uh, overall. Uh, Bitterroot is an amazing comic. Yeah, what I like about it is it's uh, it's a strong uh, strong fantasy world as well as a strong grasp of the history that they're touching on here, and to have a sort of a well researched story on but using both of those things, I think is pretty rare. Um, so th- I really like that about it. And I like that it's kind of sort of taking a risk where it's like, th- these are the villains. Then it's like, actually, mm-hmm. maybe we have sympathy for the villains because it's not at all what we thought. Uh, to do that, to sort of change up the whole uh, mythology of the book at issue seven is pretty, pretty great. Pretty fun twists and turns. Yep. Yeah, uh, very good book. Definitely pick that up. I did want to do a quick shout out to a YouTube comment right here. This is from Radlam. Uh, Radlam says, greetings from Peru. Here we are starting our second week in quarantine. Radlam, shout out to you. Thanks for tuning in all the way from Peru. That is awesome. Yeah. You are awesome. Yeah. Hope you're hanging in there uh, in the quarantine as we are. Uh, next title, Archie, number 712. This is also Archie and Katie Keene, part three. Is that right, Justin? That is correct. I- I think so. From Archie Comics, story by Mariko Tamaki and Kevin Pineda, uh, art by Laura Braga. Uh, this is, of course, continuing the arc of Katie Keene coming to Riverdale, interacting with Archie, who is currently dating Sabrina. And in this issue, Veronica's like, hey, Katie Keene, I'm going to set you up as a fashion icon. Let's go to New York. And they take a road trip to New York. Uh, and it's very sweet and fun. Uh, Justin, you want to talk about this book? Well, I want to ask Pete, why did you pick this one and put it in the stack? Well, because, you know, uh, as much as you guys, you know, uh, complain about me, I want to do nice things for you as well. So I want to give you a little something here, Justin. This is my nod to you. Um, also, I I think we both really like the Sabrina Archie uh, coupling. So I'm glad that that's still continuing. I like the two of them together. I think it's fun. But also what's nice is like in this comic, you know, sometimes we're kind of like as people who do things creatively, there's always this kind of sacrifice the, that you have to make to kind of get somewhere. Like, oh, I can't do the thing I want to do, so I'm going to, you know, do this or be an apprentice to somebody else for a while so I can kind of get, uh, be able to get my own, uh, you know, kind of name out there. So what I liked about this is kind of that struggle that Katie Keene's going through of like, I don't feel right doing this. This feels very rushed, very kind of like, yes, it's an opportunity, but it doesn't feel right. And she kind of trusts her gut, which is cool. I mean, yes, part of me thinks like, hey, this is how the world works. And a mentorship is not a bad deal. But, uh, you know, also part of me was like, hey, good for you for being like, yo, fuck this. I'm out. Uh, it's funny you say that because um, I, I like this comic a lot. I agree. I love the Archie Sabrina relationship. And I like that it's sort of just like happening now. Um, it's not a, a novelty. It's just like the world. Um, but the Katie Keene thing, and we talked about this on the Katie Keene uh, cast podcast that we do uh, reviewing yeah, the we TV do show. We do podcast about that. We do that. Yeah. Don't, it's hard to remember all of them, but we talk a Katie lot about Katie Keene cast available online everywhere. Yep. <laughs> uh, 
and in that in that show, it's her saying no to a lot of opportunities. And in this comic, her being like, nah. And it just makes me think of when I was first coming up in New York, uh, trying to be an actor, a comedy person. And I was, I never said no to anything. I barely say no to anything now. I, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's that so, is so, true. So I'm like, what, how, how does this work? Yeah. Also, how do you think you're going to make it? If somebody who is a, a, a big person in New York who's doing a lot of things is offering you a mentorship, you say no. Like that's what I'm how saying. How do you think? That's why this yeah, comic this comic stresses me out because I'm like, Katie, yeah. you have to say yes. This is a. Uh, <laughs> I do like this though. I like seeing all the characters together. It's fun. It's a nice, just very comic thing to read. Actually, in a certain way, yes. just uh, the fashion uh, is excellent. The fashion is excellent. You get a nice pose of all the main characters wearing new fashions that Katie designed. It's just fun. Jughead is very high fashion. You can't mess exactly. with any of his And stuff. I love the Archie-Sabrina relationship. That's great. I'm enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, so that's very fun. Uh, let's move on to another one. Jane Foster, Valkyrie, number nine from Marvel Comics, written by Jason Aaron and Torin Gronbeck. Art by Ramon Rosanas. Uh, this is continuing, as the title implies, Jane Foster as Valkyrie. She is dealing with Tyr, the evil brother of Thor and Loki, who has escaped from Valhalla and is using some evil presence to manipulate her. There's a big fight with all the heroes, lots of stuff going on. Um, Pete, this is another one that I haven't really kept up with very much. What do you think about this? This is interesting. I mean, you never trust a person <laughs> at the bar who's giving you free drinks and saying they just want to hear your story. I mean, that's just, you know. That's usually the bartender. Like this. <laughs> My experience. Uh, yeah, I just think that, like, um, I like the idea of, like, hey, did you forget about this guy? Well, he's been doing evil shit all along. Like, I like that idea. Um I'm interested to see where it goes, but the Thor-Thor fight was heartbreaking. Like, I did not... Uh, it was hard to know who to root for and what was going on Oh, there. I see what you're saying. Well, she's not exactly Thor. She's Valkyrie now, but I, I see what right. you're saying. Yeah, but, you know, she's still kind of Thor, too, so don't... I mean, she's not, it. though. Yeah, well, she was. Okay, right, so she was, Thor, but she's not. Thor, but, you know, like... Sure. I mean, you've held a lot of is... jobs. You don't continue to hold those jobs. It's still on your resume. You know what I mean? It's still sure. there. Do you just walk into those are. offices every once in a while? Just like yeah. be like, here I am, ready for work. Yep. That's yep. why I always call you Apple Store Pete. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for those of you wondering, did he work at an Apple Genius Bar or a store that sold <laughs> apples like a farm? And I'm, it's up to you to decide. Yeah, we called it the fruit stand. Um, but I did love uh, kind of Loki's reaction to Thor in this comic. I really thought that was cool. Um, and like Zalbin was saying uh, with the Archie stuff, it's it's nice to see everybody together. Uh, the whole gang's back together. Well, what this really does feel like an extension of Jason Aaron's run on Thor, which is great. And it's just yeah. uh, establishing the Valkyrie character, really getting into um, her weapon, which is just as powerful as Mjolnir um, in a lot of ways. And there's just great world building here. Uh, uh, Tyre is such an asshole um, in this book and really I well think played. It's tier. Is it, do you pronounce know. it tire? You know, I, I say care. tire. All right. And uh, but my whore. name is Tyler, so oh, I'm almost that. that is, so yeah, that's no, why I say tire. That. Yeah, you're yeah. almost an <laughs> asshole. That's right. I'm I'm two extra letters away from being an asshole. Uh, this book is very good, and I uh, I don't know who Torin Gronbeck is, but he has one of those slashy things over the O in his name, so I have to assume he's authentically Norse, and he's really bringing that authenticity into the. Uh, 
Oh, into the book. in your face, it's tire like fire. Oh, all right. Thanks a lot, Ben the Border Collie. Throwing me under the bus now. I also would like to say the art in this is fantastic. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have a couple of titles to go. I just want to mention again, if you're watching on Crowdcast, there's an ask a question button. You can drop a question there and we'll answer as many of them as we can in a moment. Uh, also, Kevin says Tyler equals Latire. 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 Oh, there we that go. That book Latire. was so good, it brought a tire to my eye. Yeah. Well, uh, they call you Latire because you're having such a good year. <laughs> oh, Holy shit! Dad you, yeah, wait, Alex, do you have both your kids writing the jokes for you today, or just one of them? Because they yeah, finished they're just their right off so camera early. here right now. They're just working their little nubbins off. Like they if you're gonna finish your... school in two to three hours, write some jokes for me. <laughs> yeah, I need fifty one-liners for Comic Book Club <laughs> by seven p.m. <laughs> and Penny did it. Penny did a hundred. She did. Yeah. Milo, yeah. too busy minutes. climbing the walls, so it's a real bummer. Uh, all right, Predator Hunters number th- <laughs> Predator Hunters three number two from Dark Horse Comics, script by Chris Warner, art by Brian Thiss. Uh, this is continuing exactly what the name implies. It's a bunch of people who are hunting predators. They are aware of the predators. We get to see a bunch of predator kills in I want to say Mayan ruins, perhaps. Sure. Yeah, sure. something like that. They're and the cave. other thing. That I don't know if he showed up in the first issue, uh, but we get to meet the brother of Dutch from the first Predator movie who shows up here who's looking for revenge. So lots of stuff going on. Uh, this feels hardcore the right way to be. Like, it feels like what a Predator hardcore. comic <laughs> Well, like, a pr- Predator, Alien was always the more, like, it's horror-focused, but it's more cerebral in a certain way. Like, it feels like... More sci-fi. Wow! Look at this condescending alien no, looking though, down predator the mountain. Is the on the predator. One. predator is the one like you think of uh, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the grip and arm things, where they're like, "Yeah, uh, of course." There you go. Yeah. That is the whole franchise right there. Yeah, true. It's just funny to be like, "Well, I'm more of an aliens fan," where we're dealing with ideas. <laughs> Not handshake, Prometheus. Yeah, uh, I know I so really, many ideas there. I could have used a couple of handshakes in that movie. Let me be honest. Uh, to, to kind of take it back to the comic, um, what's nice about this issue is, you know, before in some of the hunters, we're spending a lot of time on the team. But it's nice. We got a good chunk of uh, on the Predators this issue, which is great. Um, and, yeah, we're kind of getting a, a look at another team that's going to try to take down the Predators, which is just a bad idea. I don't know why you would go at the Predator like that. It's just, a, you know, This is the most that. dangerous game, hunting the Predators. It's when yeah. the, the prey turns on the Predators. Yeah, um, oh, wow. I will say this. I liked the opening sequence of the uh, scuba divers who, like, stumble on the uh, Predator camp and are like, whoa, we fucked up. Um but the, then the rest of it, I was like, I feel like I've seen this in a Predator comic so many times where it's like, all right, here we are. We got to beat these monsters. But be careful. Yep. Here's the thing about them. They sometimes say back the last line they heard. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. I think it's fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I do like the way the Predators kind of do that to mess with people. Yeah. I want to offer a correction on a previous comment uh, comic that we Whoa. reviewed. Uh, this comes directly from YouTube. Radlam again says, Torin Grunbeck is a woman, by the way. And Bandito740 says, tell him, Peru, flex on him. So there you go. Yeah. Double duck on me. 
Uh, ooh, well, what, what is going ooh, on here? Hey, are you showing off your socks there, Justin? Showing off the socks. Like, uh, are you showing off your sock or your socks? It was your socks. socks. Okay. Thank you, Pete. Oh, nice. Showing off the socks that have our faces on them, um, which are not socially distanced, um, the faces. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I never wear them to the show, actually, uh, because I'm always kind of embarrassed to wear them to work. But I am sitting next to my sock drawer right now. So there we go. <laughs> That's <laughs> as close as you get to wearing them. Wow. you have. No, you I just have them. them like the literally the computer that I'm recording this on is right on top of my sock drawer. <laughs> so That's good fun. times. Way to get the lay of the land of Alex's apartment. <laughs> wow. Eventually we'll be doing this so long people will be able to map it out on their own. Let's talk about Spawn number 306 from Image Comics. Script by Todd McFarlane and Philip Tan. Pencils by Philip Tan. This is a jaunt to Spawn's future, uh, which we don't really know. It's a little bit of a twist at the end of the comic. Uh, there is a dude named Raptor who is from a post-apocalyptic future. And it turns out, spoiler, it was Spawn that caused that future. Oh, no. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. What a turnaround. This guy. Probably should get a countdown clock until that future changes. Yeah. Am I right, Justin? I feel yes. like we talk about this every single time we talk about Spawn. Whatever Pete gets to take yeah. over a stack pile. Pete's pile, if you will. Pete's pile. Uh, Pete's pile. uh, That this title never changes. And it's actually kind of comforting in a way to read it. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This is nice. It's crazy because uh, this is a huge contrast to when we're talking about Grendel with Matt Wagner, who is making these sort of like, oh, I'm going to do this series where it's a um, a cyborg uh, Grendel in space. And Todd McFarlane's like, no, it's the spawn. He still sort of has a relationship with his wife. And they're trying to figure it out. They're just slightly different looking, but Spawn's still there at the end, just being mad. Yeah. I mean, this uh, this issue was a little confusing for me to read, uh, just because I couldn't tell, like, what was the present, what was the future, and that kind of stuff. But, like, um, you know, it's, it's hard to jump in with number, what is it, 306 or whatever it is. So, um, you know. Uh, no, I, I, I think been- you could jump right in. I actually heard Todd. Todd has said he wants us. You're supposed to read this book backwards. Oh, to count it down. There you go. Just like the spawn clock. Yes, (laughs) I miss that. That was so fun. What did that turn out to be? Uh, What was that counting down to? He beat the clock, so we never. It was like, uh, but we never found out. They said it was the end of the world. Was when that clock right? But it never ended. It it did. No, I thought he, if he got a soul, uh, if he, like, dragged a soul to hell or something, he got more time, but he didn't want to do that because he was a hero. Yeah, that's right. Mm. All right. I guess I'll go have to go back and read the previous 305 issues. Last one, we're going to talk about Deadpool number four from Marvel Comics, written by Kelly Thompson and art by Chris Bocciolo and Irene uh, Strachowski. Uh, This is continuing the storyline where Deadpool is the king of Monster Island, a.k.a. Staten Island, a.k.a. the real world Staten Island right now. Uh, And he is fighting Craven the Hunter for the souls of the monsters on the island. Um, Previously, one of the monsters died uh, and he is finally fighting back. Um, Mm. This is just fun. This is a fun book. Pete, you want to talk about this one? Great art. Well, first up, the art is phenomenal. I mean, uh, Anything that this artist does, I'm on board. Uh, but it's fun to see the way that Deadpool is drawn and then his pet shark. Uh, I, yeah, it's just a fun fight sequence that's, you know, got a lot of back and forth, a little banter. 
yeah, it's it's a great time, and I love the way he makes fun of Craven the whole time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think this is a great a great issue of, of comics. Uh, Justin, any thoughts about this one? Um, yeah, um, I like this one. It was um, like I said, uh, I love the art, uh, Chris Bacho's yeah. art, and um, Cra- I like that he they used the new Craven, um, uh, so we didn't yeah. we were right on uh, right on the. The, the current continuity of Marvel comics. And um, yeah, like you said, Alex, it's fun. I love the idea of putting Deadpool in a totally different world and seeing how he uh, figures it out. Uh, Justin, we have a, a question about oh, your beer. Well, I was actually going to use this as a transition point, Pete, because Ooh, it's time for sorry. our next section, which is my favorite section. Cause all of you make it up. It's your audience questions. Yeah. And if you're here watching on crowdcast again, drop it in the ask a question section. Uh, we will go through all of those. Also, if you're on YouTube, don't worry about it. Just uh, drop stuff in the question comments there as well. I'm monitoring it down on my phone. So we'll take a look as we go. Uh, but, to kick it off, let's do a, a nice section of what is everybody drinking? Justin, Beer Cat PhD wants to know, have we established what beer Justin is drinking? What are you drinking? Well, Justin? I can't believe I'm talking to a uh, <laughs> I cat. appreciate John George doing a polite applause. Thanks, John. That is very British of you. I can't believe I'm talking to a doctor who's also a cat and also a beer connoisseur. So it's a pleasure um, to talk to you, um, Doc. Um, I'm drinking a Five Burrows um, Pilsner. I also I finished the Five Boroughs Tiny Juicy IPA, which is very good, um, mm-hmm. and that Pilsner. This is a great beer. Um, I picked it up you're, local. You're a whole two beers in already, huh? Um, I mean, I just opened the second one, but oh, we got a yeah, lot yeah. of podcasting to do, <laughs> yes, brother. We certainly <laughs> do. Wait, Pete, what are you drinking? Uh, a little Fiji. A little Fiji. <laughs> the fanciest, only the fanciest water for Pete. I know what a high-end water connoisseur you are. What's what do you like about Fiji? Uh, the Fiji is nice. It's just one of those, uh, you know, it tastes better than the other one. So for a man who earlier that. said he would drink any beer with alcohol in it, and then you're a, a real yeah, motherfucker you about your the beer. Fiji. Are you drinking it for the taste? No. Why are you drinking, drinking water? I'm not drinking water you're for, drinking the taste. for the taste. What are you talking about? Don't D- drink beer for the taste, you fucking pansy. This drink is the same way when you were like, cap. I don't like Jewish food, when you said that to me. This is the same <laughs> oh, thing as like, oh, I don't drink beer for the that, taste. That stuck don't with Alex. dust that, that off. That stuck with Alex. <laughs> That's what you said oh, to me. Man. I'm sorry, I mean, it's what you said. Yeah, Someday, I've held on uh, to it for a very long time. <laughs> Pete, I would like to... Um, uh, in part, I'm sorry if this sounds is a weird request, but Pete, could I have the organ rights to your taste buds? Because I want to, <laughs> I want to dissect them after you die and really okay. get to the bottom of what tastes you had. Um, for a man who loved meatball subs and garbage plates and only no. drank Fiji water, <laughs> only drank Fiji water, but then you know, mostly Bud Light and uh, any kind of uh, you know beer yeah. that was available. Yeah. Uh, and I'll uh, kick in that I got a uh, victory variety pack. So I'm doing oh, victory. victory golden monkey, which is actually pretty good. Um, I haven't I loved love everything the, in the pack, but this one's pretty good. The victory nice pills is one of my favorite, favorite. Beers. OK, I don't know if it's in the pack. We'll yeah. find out. All right. Let's I go to these. My Mountain Dew downstairs. People are commenting on the Mountain Dew. <laughs> I left it downstairs. Yeah. Is that right, Fiji code red? Is that what you're having right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The most extreme water you can drink. 
Oh, man. All right, here we go. Uh, this is the first one. This has five upvotes. I think I know why. Uh, this is from Kevin. I want to make sure the stars my destination and ask, what do you think are some of the best and worst casting choices in superhero adaptations? Uh, I um, think so. Should we establish what Kevin's trying to do here? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we have a Starman quiz that's currently open. There's a code phrase. Justin has left clues in previous episodes. It's only you said it was five words, right? Three, Three words. Three words. Three words. So I'm guessing he's guessing stars my destination. And that is, is correct. That is that's correct. That's correct. Uh, Kevin wow. has correctly what? unlocked the Starman it? quiz. Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, great job, Kevin. I emphasized those words handily in the last uh, episode where this came up. So nice job, Kev. There's been a lineage of um, quiz, secret quizzes on this show. Pete obviously established the Punisher quiz uh, back in 2010 or something. Um, Then Alex did one after that, and this is Starman. So I guess uh, let's do it, even though we're remote. Let's uh, get into it. Yeah, this is exciting. So this is... how, how do you want to do this, Justin? Um, Kevin can answer in the comments. I'll read the question, and then we'll uh, he can think about the answer. Yeah, and then do you have it. to pull up your notes we here? Could, we could try. I don't know if this will break the stream, but if Kevin's up for it, we could try to pull him into the stream here. Oh, yeah. Do you want to do that's, that? That's risky. Kevin, you up for it? Okay, this may break everything. We'll see what happens. It's like Kevin, pulling a man from you. another dimension into ours. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, here we go. Comb your hair, Kevin. Put on a hat because we're pulling you into the stream. (laughs) We're on some pants, (laughs) Kevin. Just pulled you into the stream. Time to put on a shirt, buddy. Um, I don't know. Put on a shirt. Take off your pants. Why don't we answer the question while. Oh, 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 Kevin? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. Can't see you. Kevin. Oh, that's all right. We're here. We can hear you. We can just see a black square. Or at least I can. Justin, take it away with the Starman quiz. This is exciting. So with the the stream, or the, with the, the Starman quiz, the way this works is I'm going to ask a series of questions. You have to answer them. And um, you can always get a second guess um, uh, or a clue if you slag off the Punisher or Cypher. So, <laughs> oh, wow. You always get a second chance to answer. You just have to look Alex or Pete in the eyes and just go after Punisher or Cypher. Wow. Okay. Uh, question number one. Be careful, Kev. <laughs> uh, the Jack Knight Starman debuted during what DC event? Okay. Um... It's also Pete's least favorite time of day. Ooh. Oh, I know the answer okay. to this one. Well, thank you for dressing up, love... Kevin. <laughs> are you not he's, going to work, I... Kevin? Why are you dressed up? <laughs> he's the. This is right now. He's wearing a shirt that's up to here, and then it's just all nude from the bottom down. So don't even worry about it. That's a four-inch tie. <laughs> okay, uh, DC event. Oh, Jack Knight, Starman. Um, Let me help him. You can yeah. get a hint, remember. All you got to do well, is really you know, shit on Punisher. My or favorite Cypher. version is Frankencastle. Um, you know, you have to look at Pete. You have to Are look you at Pete. Are you serious? I think that worked. I think that worked. <laughs> yeah. uh. um, 
uh, a hint um or do you want well you didn't uh you didn't you have to guess and then you can get a second guess um oh, the, and i already okay. gave the hint it's least pete's least favorite time of day See, I'm trying to remember a DC event that was a time of day from right around that time, and all I'm thinking is, you know, the crises. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. Uh, I'll tell you, it's not a crisis. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll start out saying midnight. Uh, that is incorrect. That is incorrect. Um. So I guess uh, we will. Uh, you got to give him a hint because he made fun of... Yeah, uh, you got to give him another hint another because hint. he uh, really ripped into Pete. Yeah, yeah he really tore Pete a new Punisher hole. Wow. Um, uh, it is um, the... Uh, <coughs> it's tough to just give a hint without actually just saying exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the... Uh, it's a Pete's. Let me. I'll just clarify the hint. Uh, it's Pete's least favorite um, type of type of issue. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. This, is, this is a good mm. hint. Um, you don't got it, Kevin. It's all right. We can uh, we can try it next week. No, you can always come back next week. We will ask you to leave the stream and um, take your uh, tie off. <laughs> yes. Take a walk around the block and lick as many things as you possibly can. Or you can make fun of and then you get another hint. No, that's <laughs> no, not no, 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 you can't do more hints. <laughs> I've already, I've carved it to the bone here when it comes to hints. Yeah. All right, mm. I'll tell you what. I think uh, as quiz master, I got to call this one, Kevin, but you. Okay. I All I'm thinking is Blackest Night. And you're you're going to kick yourself when you figure, when you Google it in one second. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nobody tell Kevin, nobody posted in the streams or anything like that. Kevin, this is an amazing try. I can't believe you got the yeah, quiz. Congrats, words. Oh, That's son fantastic. of a gun. Well, uh, go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Next time. We'll, we'll see get you next, next time. Week, Kevin. Wait on lock the phrase, man. Yeah, <laughs> bye Kev. Thanks for joining oh the show. That was, that was cool. amazing. Uh, wow, I can't believe we got that. Uh, we still do. I can't cool. believe he still dresses up for the show. <laughs> That's great. Hero. I love it. That's fantastic. Uh, we still have his question, though. What do you think are some of the best and worst casting choices in superhero adaptations? I mean, I think great I'll just question. start with like the best ones. I think universally, other than Pete, everybody agrees. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Robert Downey yes. Jr. as Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is, yeah, that was the perfect choice. Right. I think they're both perfect. Um, there's one other that I'm not thinking of. but yeah, I, I think, I'll answer for you. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Oh, yeah, there we go. Is, uh, yep. is the other excellent one, I think. Yes. Uh, what about worst casting choices in superhero adaptations? I would like to say, for me, I really thought Henry Cavill as Superman was great. Yeah. That's the nice. movie was bad, but I think he's yeah. a good Superman. It's kind of a drip. I don't know. Um, you, Kevin uh, in the stream says Ryan Reynolds is Green Lantern as a bad one. Agreed. That one, yeah. he. It's so funny that he did. It, it's perfect in, as Deadpool, and just he's just not Hal Jordan, and that just yeah. goes to show what casting, how cast important casting is. Yeah, Wesley Snipes' Blade was amazing. Yeah, uh, but he, he said the question was worst casting or casting choice he yeah. didn't like. I mean. Uh, Halle Berry as Storm was uh, a bummer. She, I, I feel like the big problem with her is she just didn't get enough to do and the right things to do. Like she could have been good with a better script and people that understood Storm more. 
Maybe, but I, to me, Storm's like is sort of punk rock. She's a little just she's a goddess who also like uh, lived on the streets. Like I think she just doesn't have that gear in that in those movies anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm going to disagree with Edward uh, Eduardo Martinez there. I think Vin Diesel's Groot is great because he only says his <laughs> oh, name. He's and kidding. I don't want Vin Diesel to say anything else. Slim. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, do, yeah. you, well, do you guys have any other uh, castings you don't like? Um, no, I love. I've loved everything else. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, everything's great. I, I didn't like Val Kilmer as uh, Batman or uh, Clooney. Um, when Val yeah, Kilmer Val played Kilmer, George Clooney, Clooney, he was terrible yeah. in The Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we do got a question from YouTube over here. This is from Danny Heck. Is Pete's place haunted? Because I'm pretty sure I saw an apparition. Pete, any uh, ghosts going on in your place? Uh, yeah, there was. I did have uh, somebody walking behind me there. So The uh, twist yeah. is Pete's the ghost. Ooh. <laughs> Always has been. Interesting. Uh, this one is from Kier Alexander. I just started watching Doom Patrol. I'm really loving it so far. What oh, DC yeah. Universe original or CW or HBO Max show would you rather love to see or be made? So I guess that's mm. assuming something that hasn't been made yet. Yes. DC Universe original or CB, CW or HBO Max. Well, I would like to take this time to say that uh, Constantine, uh, not only the uh, animated version, but uh, the short-lived uh, TV show was amazing, and I, was, and I very much loved it. It was sort it's of a great. long That TV show went on for much longer than it had any business doing. Like it, it, hey, fuck you. It's not, I don't even mean that as an insult. I think that show like had a fan base and kept it going for, what, three seasons? Uh, I think it was only two. Yeah. But I didn't think. they get an extension on a streaming service? Well, they did. Uh, there was an animated version of the Constantine yeah, show, the and then he's huh. on. He's in the Arrowverse right now, and he's on Legends of Tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, you got to keep do, uh, doing because he he killed it. He absolutely killed it. Totally he killed it. Uh, but what would you want to see? Uh, I'll I'll just throw out. I feel like we've said this before, but a Shadow Pack show I think would be awesome. Detective That's Chimp cool. and everybody there hanging out of the bar. It seems like a perfect setting for a TV show. And I think you mean Justice League Dark, so or do you actually mean Shadow Pact? I mean, like, Shadow Pack. Like, I feel like Justice wow. they'd probably actually do Justice League Jark for the name recognition, but the Shadow Pack characters are so much fun, I'd just be happy to see them. Um, this is a hyper-specific answer, but one of my favorite limited series uh, in the DC Universe was Aquaman Time and Tide. Um, and that uh, really took... A, that was back before the whole Aquaman's lame, but let's make him cool renaissance thing happened. Um, and it was, uh, Mark Wade, I think, uh, wrote it and it was like really opening up Aquaman to like these, all this other sides of him. And then that got into his series, which is where he like lost his hand and all that crazy stuff happened. I'd love to see that as just like, uh, maybe a two hour movie or something like that. Very cool. All right. Thank you, Kier. Uh, this is... Another one from over on YouTube, Bandito740. What was the deal with the Trident Gum Road Trip commercial Justin did? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Great question. Um, so that was, this is a, a, a long weird, and tell me if this is too like businessy, but uh, the other guy in that, Alden and I, we got hired to make a series of like videos where we literally like set a camera on a stump and we're like doing weird 
trident things. We're like, oh, let's. We, the original thing was like we were supposed to try to get trident gum in the hands of a celebrity. And we were like, that's impossible. So we just did like funny bits around that. And the ad agency that was doing that got the project got killed. But they liked the video we made, so they hired us as the actors in this series. They flew us to L.A. We shot it out there. Um, they ended up putting a ton of money in it. We hosted, we did a little bit at the Streamy Awards, um, which got canceled after that because all of the people presenting um, made, were so, uh, swore so much and were so <laughs> raunchy because it was sponsored by all these people who were pissed. Um, but yeah, we, uh, Shannon Doherty was in it, uh, Milo Ventimiglia was in it, all these. Uh, other like uh, web series stars, super fun, like a couple weeks uh, in LA doing a weird gig. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, this one and is you, from, do you still got gum? Did they give you a lifetime supply of Trident? Didn't like, get a lot of gum. Um, weird. Yeah. They, oh, that's a that misconception that if you book a commercial, they give you any sort of product <laughs> of it. I did an huh. Applebee's voiceover and those fuckers didn't send me a single Jack Daniels steak. What? What? I feel like we talked about this the last time you talked about this Trident thing, but for summer, I actually interned at a commercial production house, and it was the same thing, where, like, they don't even provide the commercial people with the stuff they need to do. We were doing yeah. a uh, commercial for McDonald's, and they were like, yeah, go out. I had to go all over the city and buy buns, because they yeah. wouldn't give us any McDonald's buns, uh, and things like that, so... Yeah, I, I directed a uh, Ruffles uh, commercial years ago, and we they didn't provide us with the sort of hero chips that we had to use in the commercial, so we had to go buy a bunch of Ruffles and open, like, 20 bags and meticulously pull out the best-looking Ruffles chips <laughs> to be on wow. camera. And wow. eat the Talk rest, about casting, right? chip casting is, yeah, we did eat a lot of chips that day. <laughs> Oh, okay, fun. Uh, this is from Bilal Elian. Uh, not to make light of the situation, but if we can get a cure for the disease, Professor X, and all we need is Pete to say this X-Men run is his favorite, would you do it? Pete, Pete save the world. Is, are you fucking kidding me? This wow. is on you. All you need to do. Do I get to say? Do I get to say ahead of time that I don't mean any of the what I'm saying? Do I no. get to do a in stipulation? that case? Sixteen million people die. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you have to go down in history as the biggest fan of this X Men run. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, we will have a cure for the virus. Yeah, All you have to do is like a very good X-Men run. Every every day you have to walk out with socks that instead of me and Justin's and your head on them, have Cyclops' head, and that's it. And Doc it, oh. maybe. Oh, my God. And you I have to know, have man. sex with Beast on Krakoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of it. That's part of it. And that dude, uh, his fur is not, he needs a groom. Like, he's got, like, a moist fur. <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. Uh, someone oh, said this earlier on one of the comments, man, is um, is Craven the the stinkiest um, Spider-Man villain in 100%? That dude's got stank armpits, I got to think. No, no, Same no, no, thing no. with what, Beast. What's his name? Uh, Vermin, the rat dude who lives in the sewers? Yeah. He probably smells worse than Craven. I don't know. Craven's got to have the most intense BO <laughs> that anyone. The dude doesn't. He wears a vest, a shirtless vest. That's deadly. Yeah. 
That's true. Uh, also, he's his own son now, so that's rough. Uh, thanks for not answering that question, Pete. Uh, okay, well, fine. But to save com- everyone, I would, I would say, I would say it. But afterwards, I would then go on uh, uh, telling everybody I was lying to save you, humanity. You can't do that. That's part of the rules, right? Then uh, the virus would reemerge. Oh man, yeah. mm, you can't fool the devil. Just like we learned from Pete and Mary, Peter Parker and Mary Jane. <laughs> Uh, this is from Nelson Martinez. I feel like we've answered this one before, but we could do it here. Uh, what exactly does a garbage plate consist of? Oh, yeah, we've talked about this. What's great is there's options. You know, there are so many options, but you can get hot dogs. Uh, you can get white hots and red hots. You can get uh, you can use uh, cheeseburgers, hamburgers, uh, vegan burgers, uh, chicken. There's a lot of different options. But my favorite thing is go you go. Half mac salad on the plate, half French fries, two cheeseburgers, and then the hot sauce that is cooked in this giant pot that has meat in it is dumped over everything. Ketchup, <laughs> mustard, two slices of French bread to mop up as you eat. So is, I love uh, every time I hear you describe this, you talk about the pot that the hot sauce is cooked in, and I love that. I like that the I love the idea that there's one garbage plate place like a big factory where they're they're the only ones that cook this sauce. They're like, hey, we got to keep this sauce flowing. Rochester needs us. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Uh, All right, this is from Ben, the Border Collie. If you had to be one of the X Men on Hickman's Krakoa, who would you pick? And remember, Cipher isn't on Krakoa currently. Woo, nice. he's really coming for, I want to say, Justin or Pete or something like that. Not 100% we'll never sure. Whoever likes Cypher on the show, not totally clear. Uh, but if you could be one of the X-Men on Krakoa, who would you be? Justin, you, who you do you think likes Cypher? Is it the guy bragging about how his kids are good at homework? You think that's the guy that likes Cypher? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a clue in the Cypher, who's Cypher quiz. Uh, um, what X-Men would we want to be? That's yeah. tough. I, I could go first if you guys want some time to think. Okay. Uh, be, yeah. Uh, Pete, I bet uh, you'd want to be Gene Gray because you want to be spit-roasted by Cyclops and Wolverine. Oh right? Oh, my yeah. God. That, why would you <laughs> like Pete. fucking say <laughs> that? You are such a creepy fucking perv old man, dude. Exactly. Uh, Alex, you are, you are right next to your sock drawer right now saying <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. My That's children disgusting. are right over here writing jokes. So they, oh, that was yeah. Milo. Marnie's Milo, they the didn't room. like that one. They didn't like that one. Milo <laughs> wrote that joke. He Milo nasty. wrote that joke. Oh, he's nasty. He, there's no way he knows what that is. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Sabretooth because they threw him in the pit and he doesn't have to deal with this shit anymore. You'd want to be the dude in the pit? <laughs> yeah, because at least I don't have to put up with this bullshit run that we're on. I'd want to be Mr. Sinister because he's having the most fun. He, he is, is having a blast. He is having a very good time. I love that. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, Selvin, who are you? Who am I? I uh, yeah, Sinister's who the fuck good. Are you? Just say Cyclops. <laughs> Just say it. No, Cyclops seems like he's headed for some sort of like breaking point with everything that's going on. Yeah. So yeah, I hope he fucking loses it. It's never the same again. Uh, <laughs> so mean. I feel like I, Beast might be nice. He seems to be having a good time with everything and figuring everything out. Oh, uh, you just want to be... have to have sex with Pete for this whole coronavirus cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. My fur is very, very moist right now, Pete. Exactly. Oh. Take a bath. <laughs> uh, oh, this is one uh, Danny Heck mentioned. Uh, Margot Robbie is the bestest Harley Quinn on YouTube. 
That was the one that I was actually thinking of. She is great ah, as that. She is great. That is excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's another one from Eduardo Martinez. Are there any comics that you think worked especially well on digital as opposed to print? Figure that would be useful since we may not be able to get to a shop for a while. Let's talk about this thing that's going yeah. on. This is obviously a big deal going on in the comic industry right now. Obviously, with everything that's happening in the world. Uh, yeah, del- what the fuck is happening, man? You texted something that I didn't want to read. Tell me what the fuck is going on. <laughs> sure, Pete. Happy to do that it. That might as well uh, be your motto, Wahabi. Pete. Wahabi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if anybody wants to extrapolate, because I've only read a little bit about this, I've been very, honestly, because of the day job, I've been very focused on the TV industry, what's going on there. So I haven't read as much about the comic industry. But as you can imagine, delivering new comics to comic book shops and then people going into comic book shops, getting physical comics is a concern right now and a huge concern with everything else. Comic book shops are closing for the duration of uh, the shutdown of the duration of the coronavirus until things come down again. And that of course is going to very heavily impact comic book shops. Also because of that, a lot of uh, the big comic book companies are no longer going to be selling comics for the duration of this thing specifically. And somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe at the very least DC and I think Marvel and IDW I've read about are all not going to be selling comics starting April 1st, at least in brick and mortar stores. Oh, that's a joke. They also to support the brick and mortar stores are not planning currently on selling them digitally because they don't want suddenly the entire industry to pivot to digital. Instead, they're encouraging people. They're saying, Hey, we have dozens of years, hundred, not a hundred years. I think like a hundred years at this point of back matter that you could read, that you can buy digitally, that you could order from comic book shops. You can get uh, gift cards, anything like that. Uh, but obviously this is a big, big thing. The comic book shops are very scared because if they all close, not only is that bad for their employees, but that completely changes the industry on the other end of the spectrum. You have the writers and the artists, the editors who are like, we have jobs too. And if we're not producing product, whether it's digitally or otherwise, we're not going to get paid for things. So this is depending on how long this continues, a pivotal, potentially pivotal turning point for the comic book industry is the, as far as I understand it, the short version of things. So with that all said, Justin, I don't know if you've read any more about it or uh, thought any more about it. Uh, I've thought about it a lot. I mean, there's a lot of store regional stores on Twitter. Um, um, there have been a lot of stories on Twitter about regional stores um, sending, bringing comics to people's houses or being able to pick up comics. So uh, I do think that's still that's encouraging. That's still happening. But uh, for places like New York, um, L.A., and anywhere in New York and California, like who are we're on full lockdown, like we just can't get there. So it makes sense that they're all sort of taking the the pause moment. I mean. I think it's it's stressful now for everybody, but I don't think it's going to kill the industry in the way that people are worried about because I don't think it's going to go on long enough for that to happen. I don't think for better or worse, like the way I've, I've I'm addicted to news about everything and um, watching it today and in the last couple of days, like for better or worse, I think a lot of places in the country are going to come out of lockdown quicker than we probably should. And I think business will continue. So I think the comic book industry will be buoyed by that. 
Yeah, I mean, the most trustworthy politician right now seems to be Cuomo. At least he seems to be very straightforward about everything. And what he threw out today in terms of numbers, not to turn it into a news podcast, is he said, listen, we haven't reached the peak here in New York. It's probably going to be at least another 14 to 21 days until we reach there. And clearly he's going to be pushing very hard, regardless of what happens with the federal government or anywhere else, to keep things closed and keep things locked down for at least another month here. That is enough time to heavily damage a lot of incomes, and certainly I think a lot of the smaller stars, I wouldn't be surprised coming out of that if we see a lot of closures and things, particularly here in the New York State. Um, But ultimately, to your point, the comic book industry will continue. This is not the end of comics or anything like that. And hopefully there's going to be a lot of aid for small businesses, and I mean, comic book stores are full-on small businesses that would be eligible for aid, assuming the package that goes through is understanding of of all small businesses and not just like restaurants and whatnot. So I, I think it will, I hope that comics will be able to to come back and all the stores, we won't see a lot of just like shuttered stores who just got caught up in this and didn't have a way out. I mean, not to, not to go in the opposite direction from what's going on with the comic book stores, but if you are a comic book fan, this is a perfect time, like we were talking about on the last podcast, to look into some sort of digital service. For example, Comixology Unlimited is free for 60 days right now. Sign yeah. up for that. Like, if you're looking for stuff to read, I think that's ultimately a good thing for the stores. You sign up for Comixology Unlimited, you read a full run, that gets you addicted to whatever that title is, you know, find a character <laughs> that you've never read about before um, and read that full run, see if that's something that really sparks for you with a lot less commitment. And then hopefully that drives you back to the store to try out the current comics once they eventually open again. Yeah, and talk about comics. I mean, uh, it's a great time to consume comics. So to take the nod from all the the major companies that are saying this, like read as many comics as you can, talk about comics, get friends to read comics so that when the industry does come out of this, like there'll be a lot of new readership that can dive in and really uh, keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is uh, two comments we got here on Crowdcast, one from Bilal Alyan. Uh, do you think distribution of comics will change if, when it comes back? Um, I got to be honest, like, this is probably a poor thing to say at the current time, but it is a system that is needed to change for a while. Hopefully this is not the impetus that causes it to change because this is the worst case scenario. Um, So I do think, if anything, people will try to keep it steady because this is a time of great uncertainty. But it's certainly something that when things are a little calmer, they need to reassess regardless. Uh, And from uh, Jay Sinison, a good way to support a comic book shop is to go on eBay and see which ones are selling big lots of back issues. A lot of those are put up by comic book shops. I bought 30 issues of Excalibur for $30. First of all, amazing purchase. Great purchase. Uh, But yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, You know, I think things like I looked at Midtown Comics. Obviously, they're a bigger shop, uh, but even they are going to need help. And they're having 50% off of titles right now. Like. That's great. That's a great time, again, to just grab things that you want um, if you want them. Yeah, I mean, get those ones that you've always wanted. Like, do you have a copy of Watchmen in your home? You know, like, what can you grab, (laughs) uh, you know, that you want to have in your library, you know? 
Uh, yeah. And I mean, to, to that end, something that I've seen a lot of shop owners talk about is buy gift cards and keep your pull lists constant because that's essentially creating a bet on a comic book shop and being like, Hey, when you open again, you are still going to have my money. So that's something they can get loans based on. That's something they can keep the business based on, uh, versus, just all of their income cutting off like everybody else. A couple of comments here from YouTube on this. Matthew Schofield says, are you guys aware that Diamond is not distributing anything dated April 1st or later? That's huge. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think there's still going to be ways that content will get to us. I'll also mention, we haven't really talked about this, but obviously this is going to affect this podcast as well as the Stack podcast. We'll certainly <laughs> see what happens and we're going to keep our podcasts as steady as we possibly can for you all. Well, and I think we can take time. our own advice and get into some issues, back exactly. issues that we love. Like we can make a um, a past pile, you know, and um, get into past some, some, yeah, some like older that. stuff. Pete's that past like. pile. Love it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think we've yeah. given Pete enough voice on what he likes <laughs> for, for the, uh, the time being. Uh, but we can get into some other stuff, obviously. I mean, we've together we've read comics for the last 13 years, so we have plenty of things we yeah. can get into. Absolutely. And another thing uh, for our international listeners from Radlam, sadly, Comixology Unlimited is U.S. only. Marvel Unlimited is not, so they get my money. Uh, yeah, that and another one that we talked about the last episode is DC Universe. I don't know if that is international, but that has a ton of back issues as well. But again, wherever you are, support your local comic shop as best as you possibly can. The other thing I'll mention, the yeah. thing that I'm telling everybody about absolutely everything is... Do what is within your means. It is not up to you to keep the entirety of comics going. If you want to buy some comics, that's great. If you could afford it, if you've gotten laid off by your, from your job right now or are in financial trouble, do what you need for yourself and don't feel bad about it. Other people will support other people. Uh, so there you go. Great question. Uh, let's get the next one. This is from Sean R. Do you think the big two publishers will go straight to trade releases since weekly releases are canceled for now? Um, I think that's actually what IDW is doing. They're not doing exactly how you're saying, uh, but they're going to be releasing the trades that they were planning on sending out uh, so that people can kind of get like one chunk of comics rather than going back every single week. Um, so possibly, but... Again, like Justin said, I think it depends on how long it goes on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. We got another one from Sean R. here. Just a couple more quick questions. Uh, also, maybe we, you guys could do a Bloodshot movie review since it will be released this week on VOD. Tell you what, mm -hmm. I'll do you one better. If you are part of our Patreon, we are going to do a Bloodshot yeah. screening night Wednesday night. For Patreon uh, subscribers, tomorrow or next tomorrow, Wednesday? tomorrow Wednesday, we're gonna watch uh, oh, Bloodshot. I don't know what time yet. I'll drop in the Patreon Slack. We'll talk about it. Uh, but I got myself a copy of Bloodshot. Very excited to see Vin Diesel go all pale did and white. Did you pay for it? Or did you rip it off? No, I don't rip anything <laughs> off, man. <laughs> Come on, I'm not Pete. I'm not you. I'm not you. Ooh, that was evil. You. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do a Patreon movie night for it. Uh, so I'll send some details to the Patreon Slack. Uh, or if you aren't on a Patreon.com slash comic book club, uh, we'll definitely chat about it, I assume, after that. So thanks, Sean. Don't worry. Justin will throw you some bucks for that. You know, yeah. split the cost. Hey, huh? thanks, man. Pete, are you excited to see the second half of Bloodshot, you asshole? <laughs> I, I am excited. I'm also excited to see the first half, you know, 
not blurry, so that, and not people walking in front of the screen. So it'll be cool. Real uh, indicator la- of what Pete's talking about. Uh, last question here from Stray Bullets. So to piggyback on Eduardo's question, are you guys now reading digital exclusive since Diamond has shut down? Uh, yeah, like we said, we're going to figure this out. I think, uh, frankly, we get most of our comics digitally anyway at this point, at least when we're putting together the stack, both for the live show and for the stack podcast. Um, so potentially that shouldn't change, but uh, we'll see what happens. We'll We'll make it work. Yeah, uh, there you go. Let me just do a quick check of YouTube here. See if any other questions have popped up. Um, uh, Danny Hex says the stables at my home, smoke detector, refrigerator, watchman. Uh, Aris 910 says I have so much <laughs> old school Mike Grell, our green arrow that I need to give a reread. This gives me a reason. I've definitely thought about that. I have, as you guys can see on the video behind me, uh, huge, huge cells of comics. I'm like, ah, maybe I'll just start rereading those. We'll see what happens. Uh, so there we go. Yeah. That is it for your audience questions. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move to our next section, which is trivia. And for that, we turn it over to good old Fiji LePage. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Straight out of the uh, island. And should we, we shut up to mind? Oh, I'll just set up how this is going to work. Unfortunately, we're not going to do this for YouTube. This is, oh, boy. Uh, this is going to be for Crowdcast. I think. <laughs> Do uh, some people are already posting me, me. Yeah, Do you want to call ben it Pete? First. Ben was first. Yeah. Ben, the border collie got first hand up guy. <sighs> wow. There wow. we go. Uh, ben, do you want to come on camera? I think we can pull you on camera if you want. Just let us know. Yeah? Enter the stream, Ben. Enter the stream. Yeah, here we go. Okay. We're going to pull you in. So this is going to take a second Ooh. here. And again, hopefully not crash everything. Uh, but Ben is going to walk onto fun. our virtual stage here. This is fun. This is a good time. Uh, Ben's going to work onto our virtual stage. We'll see if that works. And he is going to do trivia with Pete LePage. Uh, Pete, do you want to set up the rules while waiting for Ben to pop in here? Do you think sure, Ben sure, is sure. a border collie? Is this a talking uh, dog we're about to yeah. see? Here we go. Hey. 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 What's up, Ben? Hello. Hey. All right, Ben. Uh, so today's trivia is on topical comic news. Ah, of right. course it is. <laughs> Some <laughs> things under- don't change. I'm gonna like read you a- Todd McFarlane, why change the formula? Oh, boy. Here we go. So I'm going to read you a question. Listen to all three possible answers. Get all three questions right. $25 will be yours to Midtown Comics. Um, yeah, and we'll grab your email, or how are we doing that, selves? Uh, yeah, afterwards, if, if you get it, uh, we will, <laughs> uh, just shoot your email, uh, name and, uh, mail, apparently you need mailing address for whatever reason, uh, but shoot us your name, email and mailing address to comic book club live at gmail.com. And we will get you all set up with a $25 online gift card to Midtown Comics. So you don't have to go into the store, uh, but we are still supporting them. Pete, yeah. the star of trivia. Alex, the line producer of trivia. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that's accurate. That yeah. is accurate. It's 100%. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go, Ben. Uh, which comic book writer and artist, uh, the person is both writer and artist is donating 20% of all sales to the hero hero initiative through their website. Is it a Scotty young B Greg Pak or C Julie Brown. So it's either a, if you would like $25 or you could pick something else. I'll go with a, that is right. Uh, Great Scotty choice. Young, if you go to Scotty Young's website, wow. 20% of all sales are going to the Hero Initiative. Pretty cool. 
All right, here we go. Question number two. Uh, Justin checked out. He can't stand this. What famous writer <laughs> wanted you to is, be the star? You're the star, uh, Pete. It's your time. Uh, you I don't want to radiate. Run. I don't want to outradiate you in this moment. Okay. Did you go on a beer run? Is that what happened? No. Uh, yeah. Oh. I wish. I wish. <laughs> what famous writer is pushing for an epic DC Marvel crossover with the hashtag Please Marvel DC? Is it A. Tom King, B. Gail Simone? Or is it C, Bobcat Goldthwait? So it's either A or pick B. Going to say B. B is correct. Great stuff. Wow. Yeah. Gail Simone trying to get it done. I appreciate it. It would be fun. Uh, Why not a big epic DC Marvel crossover? Maybe that will save comics. All right. Last (laughs) one. Here we go, Ben. (laughs) What comic book company is trying to look out for retailers by having a retail support service program offering full returnability for their comics? Is it A, Boom Studios, B, Image Comics, or is it C, Florence Henderson? So it's either A or don't pick B. Not C. Okay, so yeah, A. A is correct. Boom Studios. Trying to get some insurance going there. Yeah. Congratulations, Ben. You're the big winner. Amazing. Congratulations, Ben. Thank you so much for jumping on. Uh, Again, comicbookclublive at gmail.com. Send us your full name, uh, address, and email, uh, and we will get you set up with a 20-foot gift card to Midtown Comics. Uh, Justin, did you want to say something? Yes. Before you go, Ben, what is the art you have behind you? Yes. Great Uh, stuff back there. Oh, yeah. Captain this is uh, Scalera doing Captain Marvel. Awesome. Uh, wow. That's uh, Mitch Drods doing uh, Lady uh, Thor. Got Chip doing um, Deformed Batman. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Some others. But yeah. That's so cool. Awesome. Are those, those, that is the, with those com- some of those commissions? or did? Yeah, those three are pointed out for commissions. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to kick you out of this video now and start wrapping up the show. But thank you and congratulations. All right. There we go. Uh, That was awesome. That was fun. Uh, Let's wrap this up here. Now, at least for the time being, tomorrow is new comic book day. Wait, wait, wait. What? The trivia within the trivia. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, right. <laughs> so right, I forgot about that. Disappointed, Alex. You were <laughs> so that upset. Was, that was legit so crestfallen. Upset. You were crestfallen <laughs> in that moment. Uh, but here, uh, Alexander got it already. So if that uh, that makes you feel better, maybe we shouldn't have to address it. But in case the YouTube people want to check it out, you know. <laughs> All right, there we go. Do you want to just no, say it? It shakes the cloud. Well, so, say say what the quiz, the whole thing is. Yeah. yeah so so Ju- Ju- Julie Brown. Bobcat and Florence Henderson. What no, you have to set up what movie? it is. The last three answers, the the C answers from all of Pete's trivia are uh, a Robin Williams, a movie that Robin Williams like walked Rest past the set baby. of, basically. No, how dare you say that? Shakes the Clown. Have you seen Shakes the Clown? Yes, I have. He got, is he a huge role in that? He's in it. It counts. He's in it. <laughs> also, fun fact. Adam Sandler's also in that movie. Adam Sandler, oh, wow. that's his movie. Yeah. That's great. This is great. I'm glad we talked about this. As we I all think know, Bobcat tomorrow- Goldthwait directed that movie. <laughs> and if wrote not. it. And yeah, he wrote and directed that. That was his yeah. first. And he went on. Now mostly he directs. 
Yeah. Uh, as we all know, tomorrow is New Comic that. Book Day. For the time being, we recommend you order from Midtown Comics because they've been kind enough to sponsor the show. Pete, what are you looking forward to? What's coming out that you're psyched about? All right. Well, uh, TMNT, Jenica, number two of three. Uh, nice to have a lady on the team. Also, yeah. Punisher Soviet, number six of six. Last one. I'm excited to see how that wraps up. And Wolverine, number two. That's when he mm. becomes uh, a Russian, right? I hope not, you fucking asshole. Justin, what are you looking forward to? Uh, tough call to for an answer um, for that would you, question <laughs> that you're you asking. answer? Curly. Oh, yeah, you can go quick. Oh, I know, oh. I know. Uh, yeah. Lazarus Risen number four. Um, uh, yeah. I love Lazarus. Uh, it's a great, great comic. Um, they've changed formats for the last four issues that come out uh, quarterly, I want to say. It's a much uh, more sort of uh, long, more pages. It's a, a, a nicer package, uh, more back matter. Um, and it's just... Great storytelling, great characters. This issue, I think, is going to fill in some of the backstory um, that we've been missing. Very excited to read it. Nice package. And we'll have a review of that on our Stack podcast, which comes out Wednesdays at 9 a.m., both of the Comic Book Club feed and in its own dedicated Stack feed. I'm looking forward to Super Duck number one from Archie Comics. This is by our old friend (laughs) Frank Thierry. Wow. I mean, listen, it looks fun. It's Frank Thierry writing a raunchy... Archie Comic Super Duck book. It seems like a yeah. fun time. We'll have a review of that as well in the stack. Couple of quick things before we go. This show is free to come see online and also free to listen to. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but it does cost us a little bit of money to do if you want to support at patreon.com slash comic book club, as we mentioned. Also, for the foreseeable future, we st- will still be doing this Tuesdays at 7 p.m. online. Come join us on Crowdcast if you want to ask questions directly or, I guess, get pulled into the crowd, uh, into the cast. That was pretty fun. Um, also, yeah, we'll definitely be- do more of that. Yeah. Uh, we'll also, you got to come back. Keep... Kevin's going to get back into the Starman quiz next yes. week. Yeah. Uh, we're also, if you are watching on YouTube, we will still simulcast to YouTube, so don't worry about that as well. A couple of other podcasts that we do, though, everything is very much in flux uh, because of TV. We do have a Riverdale podcast, Riverdale After Dark. We'll see when that's going to come back. Uh, Katie Keencast, our Katie Keen podcast, should still be running for the time being, uh, though it may run into a break because of everything that's going on with TV. Also, very important to mention, uh, Lock and Key, we wrapped up recapping Lock and Key on our Lock and Key Unlocked podcast, but we are actually going live this Thursday at 9.15 p.m. with none other than Gabriel Rodriguez. Yeah. And we're going to be doing that the same thing. We're going to be podcasting it uh, to the, the Lock and Key. Uh, what? Yeah. Famed yep. actor, uh, EMT Gabriel actor. Rodriguez, yes. Uh, but that will be going to Crowdcast and YouTube again Thursday at 9.15 p.m. And I think we'll probably be taking some of your questions live as well. Uh, so definitely uh, come prepared with all of those. We're going to do a full spoiler chat about lock and key Full spoiler <laughs> if you want to subscribe itunes android spotify stitcher or the app of your choice also on itunes please leave us a comment those help us out quite a bit comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and more and uh that's it everybody thank you so much for watching online we really thank appreciate you so it. This much has been a blast. stay safe come back soon get me out of this basement see you guys <laughs> next time all right bye-bye mm-hmm.